0: All right, in James, um, it says in James 1, count it all joy, my brothers, when you meet trials of various kinds, for you know that the testing of your faith produces steadfastness. So count it all joy, my brothers, when you meet trials of various kinds, for you know that the testing of your faith produces steadfastness. Here's my question for all of you. I want you to rate on a scale of 1 to 10. 1 meaning I have no trials right now. I am in a good place. (laughs) I'm out of the trials. Everything's going well. To the other extreme, 10, meaning you're going through the hardest trial in your life right now. Whatever that is. I'm not going to ask you to, um, I'm not going to ask you to tell me what that, what that is. Or even share that. I just want you to tell me on a rating of 1 to 10, where are you at? You can think of it like what James says. You're meeting all trials of various kinds for you know that the testimony of your faith reduces steadfastness. Does that make sense, my question? So I want you to just, um,
1: just tell me where you're at. I'll start. I'll at the six. You're in six, so that's like on a stress level, six out of ten? Well, it's on trials and stuff and just life and,
0: yeah.
2: Just right, right now, today.
0: Today, right now, yeah, with what you're going through in your life, okay. Again, I'm not going to ask you to explain what those are or anything like that. I just want you to what level are you really experiencing those trials right now? Okay.
1: So, can I qualify it a little bit? No, that's good <laughs> <that's question>. Sure. <laughs> really, yeah. No, question. absolutely. Go ahead. A question yeah, question. it helps out other people to try to figure it out. Um, it, so, if we give a number to it, is it like in our own in our own experience, like? Yeah. Or versus out there. No, like, you're a like, processer. You know, if I process mine next to Eric's troubles
0: with his wife, don't do that. Or process it where you're, where you feel you are in your life, not compared to other people necessarily. Not, yeah, don't compare to You get to, that to that other evaluate people.
3: your own problems. <laughs> 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 yeah, it's good enough. <laughs>
0: yeah. All right. Who wants to? Want everybody? To just give me a number.
3: I'll take a nine.
0: You take a nine. <laughs> <laughs> All right. There we go. I hear nine. <laughs>
3: Fall, notch it down one to eight.
0: An eight.
4: I'm right in the middle, five.
3: Cool. Seven. Good place to be. <laughs> what was Chase? Seven. 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 Six.
2: Six. Six. with a little sporadic to oh. nine
3: short. Out. Six to nine. <laughs> <laughs> six, to
4: six to nine more. My little blips up <laughs> up tonight, tonight. <laughs> uh, yeah. You know, I, I, I'm looking at all these numbers. I, I don't feel those numbers. I'm, I'm down.
2: We need to average it down.
4: I'm four or five. Give us a I'm four. tired. I got an income coming. From. Got my grandkids. <laughs> That's already. fine. I mean, we could be in a good place too.
0: Don't feel like you have to compete with being high. So, what do you want to say? Four, four, okay.
4: Four,
5: <clears throat> five. I'm gonna be completely honest. With yeah, a that's, one that's what i want that's great that's good yeah. Yeah. and the reason All I good. say that and let's be clear uh-huh. there's something coming so I'm gonna relish in the one right now but I think of it and I'm, I can't not compare myself to everything we've talked about and I'm retired I've got you know I'm just waiting for something to happen <laughs> oh, <laughs> gee. so I mean in that alone is yeah it may be a two or a three but you know, I, I just you know thinking about all this stuff, and I don't have these. My parents are still healthy. Everybody's good, and
0: Hallelujah.
5: it's coming. Up. That's good. It, it's
0: coming. It's coming. So, <laughs> <laughs> well, well like, bask
4: in one. It's <laughs> like
2: a song, exactly.
0: Yeah.
4: yeah.
0: Okay. Keep going. Whoever, I, mean, I want everybody to give
6: you something. All uh, right. Based off that scripture you read, I'd say a four. Four. Seven,
7: Have Five slash six, I don't know.
1: Seven.
0: Anybody not go yet? I have a hard time there trying to know who hasn't. Good. Did everyone go? Okay. <laughs> Did everyone look at each other? Right. I think. Yeah? Mm-hmm. Okay, we got everybody? Travelers. Travelers. Okay, I'm not gonna try to go around. All right. Alright. So I sent out an email and I well, my email today and I said um, think about what are the marks of a
3: church. And actually, I didn't specify that whole lot. Um, he said there's seven pillars.
0: Yeah, seven, you can call them pillars, seven, yeah. Think about what 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 would you consider mm-hmm. those to be? Chase had texted me, which was a really good question, Chase, <laughs> to try to get clarification. And I'd say, another way of thinking about it, what are the seven marks of what you would consider a healthy church? Okay, so if you were to look at a church and you were to sort of say, "What's how would I judge a healthy church? What are the things that that church has (coughs) to have? The seven things you would consider the marks of a church as a healthy Christian church. Um, It makes sense, is that question? So what would you guys come up with for that?
4: Discipleship.
0: Okay. Discipleship?
4: Helping each other.
0: Word of God. Okay. I'm glad someone got that. Yeah. <laughs> okay, the word of God. Very good. Obviously Mission. Missions. Missions. Effective leadership. Pardon me?
4: Effective leadership.
0: Excellent. Okay, leadership. Unity. Unity? Hmm. Hmm.
1: Comforting.
0: Hmm. Comfort. Com- comfort. Well, spiritual fruit. What? Spiritual fruit. Would that be the same as this? on yeah, not necessarily, but no, not not. Yeah, I just say spiritual.
5: About some of the sacraments, like you know, yeah. Baptism, so, um, doctrines. What? Yeah. So, what? What were you just saying? Sa- the, some of the, you know, the sacraments, the the baptism. And, and Very good. It's okay. not
0: so the sacraments.
5: Confuse it with, you know, the relics of the So, a what Catholic are the sacraments?
8: Church. Lord's
5: Supper.
0: Lo- okay. All right. So, Lord's Unioner. Supper and baptism. Baptism. If we were Catholic, we could add a bunch more to that, but those are the two
1: (laughs) good ones. Um, Very good. Okay, any... Love.
8: Yeah, love. Peter said doctrine, so exegesis type. He said what? He said... Like sound doctrine. Yeah, sound doctrine. Okay. Okay. It should go with the word, but some people switch
2: the word. (laughs) The fruit of the Spirit is, A
9: praying church. Yeah, um... I'll just... uh,
0: Okay. Alright. Good one we didn't have yet. Prayer. Yeah.
8: Communication. Communication. Discipline would be one. Ha
0: ha mm-hmm. very good. Another one that often gets um
9: gets missed. Transparency. All right.
0: I might send this to the Olivers, by the way. No, I'm not. Mm-hmm. <laughs> um, what did we just Why say? Not. Transparency. transparency. <laughs> yeah.
1: it's a checklist. What does that mean? You see right through the church?
2: <laughs>
4: or,
0: like, what's really going on? Is that what transparency means?
2: So that, you, 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 there's no question in your mind where, say, a leader is. Hmm. Integrity. Well, that carries out. I mean, it just should be clear. What is this church? What is it about? What's it made of? Where do we stand?
8: Period. Uh, good works would be one, because in the book of Revelation, Jesus commands good works for the church. So could you know, it, that might I, be I guess that would be like spiritual things. fruit, wouldn't it? Would it? Or not necessarily. Probably, but like you know, charity, right? Just good works. I mean, yeah. Charity. That's, that's great. Yeah.
3: Mm-hmm. Under, <coughs> under six, I, I would just call it community.
0: Yeah, which is yeah. So community, six, can be, we can wrap yeah,
3: community, and community and community like, some like two or three of those. Okay.
4: What about sense
0: of purpose? about what? Sense of purpose. Sense of purpose? All right. Core
4: <laughs> Discipleship. That's a good one. Yeah. How
9: about okay. a, awareness of the Holy Spirit? Like what the Holy oh. Spirit's doing in the church. Okay. I'll just put Holy Spirit, but that's good. That's
0: great. Yeah. That could be in a lot of different ways. Yeah. Very good.
3: That's more one, than seven. One that I see that <laughs> church is stoked to is correction.
0: Yeah, and, and that's, that's what discipline is. That's and truth. that's what's really good, that uh, that was good. This, this is, this is one that often will be missed yeah. in that list. Yeah. Yeah. Um, I have to say, I will have to say, um, as someone who's been at this church since 2014, 15, was an elder for three years, Um, you'd be surprised that how well, that we've actually done this. (laughs) Um, I was, I was, I won't say impressed, but it's one that I, a lot of times you don't see in a church and we've, we've had a a number of instances where we've had to do that. Often it happens in private, so you don't even know about it. Um, but it's just one of the roles of elders is in that process. Um, Okay. (coughs) That's good. Good list. Um, so, Martin Luther, I remember good old Martin Luther. Okay, we're here because, we could say, because he decided to nail something into a church's wall, <laughs> or church's um, door. Um, he started the Protestant Re- Reformation back in 1500. 1525. Yeah, it's fifteen. 20, 15... Like that, yeah. 17, I think? No, when is it? Yeah, anyway, about 1500s. So, he had a list of what he considered the seven marks of the church. So for Martin Luther, he, he identified what he considered the seven marks of a healthy church. And here's what he has, okay? So it's interesting as you look at our list, alright, so the first one that Martin Luther listed was possession of God's word. Preaching of God's Word. You guys have that up there. Right administration of baptism. We have baptism. Right administration of communion. We've got communion. Exercise of church discipline. All right. Good. Qualified leadership. See that up there. And one thing that's interesting that I don't think we did put up here. What do we do every Sunday? Worship.
8: Worship.
0: Worship. (laughs) Yeah, Yeah, we sort of miss worship there. (laughs) Uh, Which I think in worship, he actually includes prayer and Thanksgiving. So there were, I just listed six that Martin Luther put down. There's a seventh one, which is actually surprising, I guess, in the sense like you go, I don't know if many of us would really think of this, although we have it characterized a little bit here. This is what Martin Luther said. For his seventh, he said, the holy Christian people are externally recognized by the holy possession of the sacred cross. What he meant by that was, he says, they must endure Every misfortune and persecution, all kinds of trials and evil from the devil, the world and the flesh, in order to become more like their head, Christ.
3: God's in control, our job's to show up. <laughs> yeah,
0: but isn't that interesting that he that he really called out, like, the character of this church should be how we reflect to others, that we're reflecting that cross. Which means we're going to be going through our junk. <laughs> we're going to be going through trials and tribulations and persecution and confronting evil. Some of the things we even talked about and prayed about today. And that all of those things ultimately, if, that we are called to, as we never tell a, a new Christian this, we never tell people generally this when we try to bring them to Christ. We don't say, Yeah, and you have to take up your cross, (laughs) and you're going to be persecuted. All right, and you're going to have the devil against you. You know, I mean, all these different things. But those are the characteristics that ultimately, as James says, forms us to become more like the one who died for us and took all that suffering for us. We're called to do those people. So I just I saw this this week, and I just thought it was sort of interesting you do this list and you come up with this last one where it's like, yeah, that's why I ask all of you, what what's God taking you through right now? Because well, however you look at those struggles and those things that God is taking you through right now, ultimately, they're to, God wants to use those. Us, Christ wants to use us in us
1: to become more like him. And to and, to that, what Martin Luther said, I yeah. think it would be that we suffer well. Yeah, that's a good way of putting it. And and I was like a Eric, you know, with his prayer because it's like Job, he prayed for his friends. His wife's got potential blood clots, and he didn't pray for his wife. If you guys remember, he told us about her, but they didn't pray for her. He prayed for his two friends in the ministry. That's that's suffering well.
3: That's good. I think you're going to summarize and. Uh, Romans 5, 3, Hmm. and not only that, but we also glory in tribulations, knowing that tribulation produces perseverance, and perseverance character, and character hope. Now hope does not disappoint, because the love of God has been poured out in our hearts by the Holy Spirit who was given to us. That's a pretty. Good I, one. I was
0: gonna say that's right on. could yeah, have right <laughs> <laughs> a better passage. Right on. Yeah. The other
2: component when you're saying you don't tell the new believer. Uh, yeah. You, by the way, <laughs> it's it's that before you are aware of sin, mm-hmm. you you just did it. It's no big deal. Mm-hmm. It's just daily life. No big deal. So you don't have to suffer anything. Ignorance is bliss. It's not until you start living the other way that all of a sudden, yeah, that, I mean, that's my stress is primarily just spiritual. Mm-hmm.
0: You know? Yeah. And a lot of it is when we become believers, we recognize that sin in us, and it's laying down those things that we want to sin and say, no, we are going to take up the cross And we're going to choose not to do that. We're going to call upon the Spirit, and we're going to live holy. Yeah. So, uh,
8: 2 Corinthians uh, 4, 16, and 17. So, we do not lose heart, so our outer self is wasting away. Our inner self is being renewed day by day. Mm -hmm. For this light momentary affliction is preparing for us an eternal weight of glory beyond all comparison Hmm. as we look not to things that are seen but to things that are unseen for the things that are seen are transient but the things that are unseen are eternal
3: Mm -hmm. Mm -hmm. oh yeah amen amen
8: yeah amen it's (laughs)
3: basically giving up control
8: (laughs) You (laughs) you know well don't forget the crown, though. <laughs> yeah. Exactly. The weight of glory. Yeah. yeah. Eternal weight of glory. Beyond all comparison.
3: And, you know, I think religion, if you were to
8: use that term. What was that term?
3: Religion. Religion. Uh-huh. Is a discipline. And no skill is developed without discipline. And when you have skill, you have the ability to create something beautiful. Yeah. Discipline is the path. Mm-hmm. Self discipline especially.
4: Mm-hmm. Yeah, good. One of the things Jeff started this week is he's talking about this um, and more in the same way. How you do it. <laughs> you know, that can drive stress or it can not. You know, if you adopt that philosophy, then When you start talking, you say too much, and then that leads to more stress, or Mm -hmm. stress goes exponential.
3: Mm
4: -hmm. So, from that perspective,
3: listen. Yeah. That especially works good in a marriage. Yes, yeah.
0: <laughs> <laughs> yeah,
3: it's, it's funny, because in
0: James, when it talks about the tongue and me the tongue, there's mm-hmm. like pretty much nothing good in that passage. It's just like, just shut up. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. Maybe once in a while you get to say something, that will bless others, but... Yeah.
1: <laughs> yeah. yeah. Here's a surety about Job. And the Lord turned the captivity of Job when he prayed for his friends. Also, the Lord gave twice as much as he had before.
0: Mm-hmm. Hmm. Alright, well, let's open
1: up to John,
0: chapter 8. <clears throat> we have a large section tonight um, that we will... Um, probably not get all the way through, (laughs) um, which is fine, but I like to read all the way through it, and then I like to walk through it, Um, and so this is really, from what I like to do is have us read John 8, uh, starting at page 50, verse 12, this is a long chapter, all the way through the end of the chapter, which is 59, and as we go through and we read this, again, as as we ask every time we do this, I want you to listen. I mean, um, Chad talked about the Holy Spirit up here. Um, Bruce and I were talking about the Holy Spirit, actually, before we came up here. and I want you to listen as we read this word. In fact, Jesus in here tells us to abide in his word. He tells us in here that we're ones who are of his word. I want you to listen to that word. And what in this Word you're going to hear, these words that are His Word, do you feel the Spirit just going, you know, calls that out to you? What what what, call, what sort of comes into your mind or does you feel like, ah, I didn't see that before or wow, hmm, um, just anything that you feel that impression of the Spirit talking to you as we go through here.
1: So, let's start out. make a note? Hmm? A note just uh-huh. for you guys, because I have the old red letter version for when Jesus is talking, and chapter eight is solid Jesus talking.
4: Mm-hmm.
1: It's about eight. yeah, it's it's a hundred percent. The only uh, intermissions are yeah. when the Pharisees said this or they question about that, that, so it's like a conversation. Very good point. Yeah, yeah. Show that. yeah, show. If you can <laughs> see the red. Yeah. And in chapter 9, there's hardly any Jesus yeah.
0: speaking. This is one of those ones where we just
1: have Jesus' chest. He's on a roll. Yeah, and so and
0: as Tom just said, he's on a roll. So I want you to think about listening listening to Jesus on a roll. Like, what does he on a roll about as we walk, as we walk through here? Um, so any volunteers who want to start with the first section? So we'll go by these sections. So the first person will read from verse 12 all the way to verse 30. Any um, takers?
4: I'll
9: do it. All right. Again, Jesus spoke to them, saying, I am the light of the world. Whoever follows me will not walk in darkness, but will have the light of life. So the Pharisees said to him, You are bearing witness about yourself. Your testimony is not true. Jesus answered, Even if I do bear witness about myself, my testimony is true. For I know where I came from, and where I am going, but you do not know where I come from, or where I am going. You judge according to the flesh, I judge no one, yet even if I do judge, my judgment is true, for it is not I alone who judge, but I and the Father who sent me. In your law it is written that the testimony of two people is true, I am the one who bears witness about myself, and the Father who sent me bears witness about me. They said to him, therefore, where is your father? Jesus answered, you know neither me nor my father. If you knew me, you would know my father also. These words he spoke in the treasury as he taught in the temple, but no one arrested him because his hour had not yet come. So he said to them, I am going away and you will seek me and you will die in your sin. Where I am going, you cannot come. So the Jews said, will he kill himself? As he was saying these things, many believed in him. Alright, next section, 31
7: through
0: 47, going once, going twice, Jason.
2: So Jesus said to
0: the Jews who
2: had believed him, if you abide in my word, you are truly my disciples, and you will know the truth, and the truth will set you free. Excuse me. I know that you are offspring of Abraham, yet you seek to kill me because my word finds no place in you. I speak of what I have seen with my father, and you do what you have heard from your father. They answered him, Abraham is our father. Jesus said to them, if you were Abraham's children, you would be doing the works Abraham did. But now you seek to kill me a man who has told you the truth that I heard from God. This is not what Abraham did. You are doing the works your father did. They said to him, We were not born of sexual immorality. We have one father, even God. Jesus said to them, If God were your father, you would love me. For For I came from God, and I am here. I came not of my own accord, but he sent me. Why do you not understand what I say? Is it because you cannot bear to hear my word? Excuse me. (laughs) Sorry, that was not a question mark. It is because you cannot bear to hear my word. You are your father. (laughs) You are of your father, the devil. And your will is to do your father's desires. He was a murderer from the beginning The reason why you do not hear them is that you are not of God.
0: Alright, who wants to read the last section? I'll do it.
8: Okay. 48 to the end. Okay. (coughs) The Jews answered him, are we not right in saying that you are a Samaritan and have a demon? Jesus answered, I do not have a demon. But I honor my father, and you dishonor me. Yet I do not seek my own glory. There is one who seeks it, and he is the judge. Truly, truly, I say to you, if anyone keeps my word, he will never see death. The Jews said to him, Now we know you have a demon. Abraham died, as did the prophets. Yet you say, If anyone keeps my word, he will never taste death. Are you greater than our father Abraham who died, and the prophets who died? Who do you make yourself out to be? Jesus answered. If I glorify myself, my glory is nothing. It is my Father who glorifies me, of whom you say, He is our God. But you have not known him, I know him. If I were to say that I do not know him, I would be a liar like you. But I do know him, and I I keep his word. Your father Abraham rejoiced that he would see my day. He saw it and was glad. So Jesus said to him, Uh, Oh, so the Jews said to him, You are not yet 50 years old, and you have seen Abraham. Jesus said to them, Truly, truly, I say to you, before Abraham was, I am. So they picked up stones to throw at him, but Jesus hid himself and went out of the temple.
2: still makes your hands sweat two thousand years later
0: <laughs> <laughs> what hit you guys you hear as you're hearing that
2: Isaiah 6
0: Isaiah 6
2: yeah that's good
1: yeah, <laughs> yeah Isaiah 6 for the aficionados who have your private little knowledge of Isaiah 6 why don't you tell the rest of it what it is
2: That's where, where God tells Isaiah to tell the people that they're not going to be able to see, hear, or understand. Unless, unless they turn turn and be healed. healed. Which, by Christ. So that's why everything is, and they just, how many times are they gonna ask him who he is? (laughs) He's like, dude, really? Lay it on straight! Don't pull any punches. (laughs)
0: For him to
8: so closely associate himself with the I am, to huh. say I am. Yeah. You know, they're very into Moses. And Moses stood at the burning bush, and I am spoke to them, yeah. to him. Uh-huh. So for Jesus to say,
0: uh before, before Abraham, Abraham, I am. Yeah. yeah. I mean, if people say, I, I I remember having an argument years ago with um, this guy at my house. Actually, my sister's uh, ex-husband. And he was saying, Jesus never says that he's God in the Gospels. I mean, there you are. I That's mean, right, he clear. never says, I am God. This is even more
8: saying I'm God than I am God. I and mean, this says, yes, I they, am God. And they knew yeah. exactly what he meant because yeah. they were going to stone him for blasphemy. Oh, yeah. Exactly. Oh, yeah. Otherwise, yeah, yeah. Yeah. that wouldn't have been the response. I so. mean, so the whole movement, mm-hmm. the American movement of the folks that say Jesus is a created being... The JWs. Mm-hmm. I guess, I don't know, there, there are translations called the New World Translation. Maybe this is not in there. Because they have to remember. Well, I know that. the
0: New World Translation starts out differently in
8: John 1. In the, the beginning it was the Word, the Word was with God, and the Word was a, a God. God. Yes. Right. Yeah. Very good. How oh, weird. You know,
3: yeah. I really That's the whole deal. Yeah.
0: You get, you get, really get down to who is Jesus. Yes.
3: Yeah. Who
0: yeah. does he say he is? <laughs> And it gets back to, too, I think, like that whole thing of, well, you know, is he a good teacher? Is he a good person? He tells you who he is. What other things hit you guys as you are as reading
1: this? Anything that sort of stood out for you? Yeah. Earlier in the reading, like in the 20, verse 20 or 19, I can't remember where the first one is, he says, three times you will die in your sins. Mm. And for Jesus to say anything, three times. Um But it's an interesting kind of concept because um, you think, well, the non-believer goes to hell because he doesn't believe in Jesus, and Jesus is saying there's only one way out. You're going to die of sin in sin, and you're condemned. Mm -hmm. And he's telling all these guys, you're going to die in your sins. You're you're toast. (laughs) You know, I'm the only one that can pull you out of this Mm -hmm. sin curse. And he's proclaiming judgment on them early. And then he's having a conversation with them. Yeah. You know, he could say, you know, you're toast. I don't even have to talk to you. But I guess for our benefit, he's talking to them. Mm -hmm. And for the disciples. They keep asking them questions. They're probing. They're, you know, they're kind of, uh, they're very aggressive. Mm -hmm. You know, like you were born of sexual fornication. You know, they knew that he was born of a virgin. And they're going, yeah, right. Born of a virgin. Mom wasn't married. Some guy got her pregnant. And you're telling us, you know, that you got this super pedigree? You're from God? Isn't it? I think what you said is
2: fascinating. Yeah. yeah. Why why is he bothering to have that conversation? For the benefit of the disciples, for our benefit, but also, right, the, the Jews have a destiny beyond just leading up to the death of Christ, right? So he's teeing that up, ultimately hope for them to at some point turn and be healed. Mm-hmm. To be able to see that. Nobody nobody says these words. Think about if somebody came up today and said, I am God right to the greatest religious authorities in the world with that sort of conviction. Right? Mm-hmm.
1: Nobody does that.
2: Mm-hmm.
1: But until the very end, he, he, even at the very end, he does it kind of cryptically. Throughout this, he's saying, uh, I know God. He I knows know me. Uh, he, he's not saying I'm God. Oh, yeah, but, yeah. So I, God, am. But,
8: but verse, I am. But In verse 30, it says many believed in him. So verse 30 mm. says, mm. as he was saying these things, many believed in him. Uh-huh. So it was Effective. It was effective, I mean, but, uh-huh. in, in this particular context, because many believed in it. Yeah, that wasn't... That's Pharisees, true. That, that's, go, you're right, and that goes against what I said, and I'm
1: wrong, and I see your point. It's like Jesus was addressing those who are going to die in their sins, and he was addressing the open-minded, common people who are listening to <clears throat> yeah they're... I,
3: I kind of see a tension going on here, that he's in the temple, and the Pharisees and Sadducees have got an iron grip on the people of the way they run the ship. Mm-hmm. And so he's in the temple teaching a word that doesn't go along with their command and control of the people. And so there the tension is is that since we're in the temple and you're telling us one thing, you're basically telling us abandoned the way we've done business all these years, and it's in the temple, which is a symbol of the authorities that they're following at the time, that, that's a real difficult place to be.
1: He's in the treasury too.
8: Yeah. Yeah, what's that? Well,
1: it's not in the whole... Yeah, I believe... not in the inner or outer court. It's I where the it's people the court th- of the women. Um, well, the treasury is th- where they threw their money, isn't it?
0: Yeah, I, I thought at some point in here might be where the money
1: changers were.
0: Yeah, at some point in here, I know he's in the court of what's called the court of the women, which is where only women can go into, and then he's teaching. And I'm not exact sure if here is where it is somewhere in this in John in this section um, of John seven and eight he does, he's there.
8: Um, yeah, I mean I've been reading Kings and it reminds me of like a few times the kings would say dip into the treasury and there's like all this wealth in the treasury of the temple of the Lord, and they use it for different things, mm. um, I don't know why they remind yeah. me of it. It seems to me that they're,
7: um, it, it goes back to the prologue as well, um, they're dismissing John the Baptist too. Not only are they dismissing the prophet saying, hey, look, that's not me, it's that guy over there. uh uh-huh. you know, You're not, you know, I'm not Elijah, I'm not all these people. I mean, that, that's him. Mm-hmm. So he was considered a prophet, right? Yeah. Right. So they believed in him. And he was one of the one bearing witness to, to Jesus. Right? Jesus. And yeah. Uh huh. He goes to, you know, then you go to eight, and they still don't. And he's like, I'm just telling you a deeper version of what John just told you. And, and they still don't believe what he's
8: saying. Mm-hmm. Even though it's all, you know, in, yeah, in, in, yeah, so. yeah. at hey. one point they ask him, by what authority do you do these things? And he says, well, I'll answer you if you answer me. Whose ministry was John the Baptist? Was it, yeah. was it of God or of man? man. And they huddle up and say, if we say yeah. God, then he's going to say, why didn't you believe him about me? Because he mm-hmm. said I was inside. Yeah. But then if, we, but then if we say man, everyone here yeah. knows that he was a prophet. So they, they're mm-hmm. going to, they're oh, going to, they're, yeah, yeah. they're going to revolt. So. What can we say? We can say I don't know, and then we'll, we'll weasel our way out of it. Yeah. How about others that haven't talked? you, will you, Chad, you can...
4: well, I think Eric's point was well taken. Uh, he he was a challenge to their authority in their way of life.
0: Uh huh.
4: And I assume their way of life included a good life, okay? Which meant that if he took over, they were going to be no longer the authority. Yeah. So that was big for them. Yeah. Well, that's why they didn't more
9: like it. I have something, uh, if I could, just read out of Daniel. Uh-huh. So oh, yeah. in chapter 7, starts at verse 13. It says this. Like, it's Daniel's vision. He says, I saw in the night visions, and behold, with the clouds of heaven, there came one like a son of man, and he came to the ancient days and was presented before him. And to him was given dominion and glory and a kingdom that all peoples, nations, and languages should serve him. His dominion is an everlasting dominion which will not pass away, and his kingdom one that shall not be destroyed. And so, like, in 13, at the beginning, it says the word Son of Man. Oh, and wow. then in verse 28, Jesus says to them, When you have lifted up the Son of Man, then you will know that I am he, And I do nothing on my own authority, but speak just as the Father taught me. So, like, looking at these things, like, I think it's like a super direct reference to Daniel and saying, like, hey, I'm that guy. I'm the Son of Man in Daniel's vision. And when you lift lift up the Son of Man, you know
0: that it's going to be me. And what does that refer to, lifting up the Son of Man? Crucifixion.
3: Crucifixion.
0: Yeah, very good. Of the crucifixion. Sort of irony for <laughs> the name for the crucifixion, which they probably had no idea what that means. I'm sure they don't have any idea what that means here, but what that means about
7: lifting up the Son of Man. My servant shall be high and lifted up, and
5: yeah. shall be
7: exalted.
5: Yeah. Yeah. I guess so and this uh-huh. is I can't I can't process it totally. But there is this is a contentious moment between them, him and the Pharisees. We've kind of alluded on this before, you know. How many, how many miracles does he have to do? And I would argue the miracles don't work. I mean, right? Cause if they did, we wouldn't be here today.
0: There's signs.
5: There, well. To point to him. There's, there's signs to point to him, but ultimately that person has to have faith. So mm-hmm. I'm seeing in here a really good representation of free will because we all think I mean, he had the authority, or he had the ability to change the Pharisees' minds. Don't we think that? I mean, he's Jesus, he's God, he could have done that. And I'm just, I kind of labor with my, in my mind. Again, we have the, we have the benefit of hindsight, but at the moment when he's doing all this, the people are looking and, and, you know, he's, he's doing everything in parables and, and it's just, I guess what I'm trying to say is, it's a testament the free will. Am I, am it, it, I right on that? I mean, well, it's just- No, I
0: think absolutely. Because he could have zapped them
5: and said, oh, you're saved. But
0: that's throughout, that's throughout, um I was having a discussion with my wife the other night, It's like, you know, why about this, you know, the guy who, the doctor who just got killed? You know, why do bad things happen to people? Right. You know, and it comes down to, why, why didn't God just change him? Why didn't God just stop him? Right. Why didn't, You know, and it's, and
5: you just said it, I mean, he's given us because he could have he, could have, he could have changed all these people's minds and he doesn't and and right. and well, and if he did, then we wouldn't have free will, right. right? And you can't have the good without the bad. You got to be able to have <laughs> some reference, you know, frame of reference to enjoy life through you know afflictions, and that's what you know changes and so forth. But the bottom line is, is it seems like you know God doesn't work on a time space continuum like we do. He already knows. But at the point of time this is happening, I, I don't know where I'm going with this other than the fact that this is just a, 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 an indication to me that there is free will and it's, mm-hmm. it's you have to be given faith in order to, to be a believer. Right. Right? Right. Am I right? The great through to oh, that God's grace. Absolutely.
2: But then, when you think about it, like the Pharisees didn't want to give up power because they were afforded a quote-unquote good life. R- lift up the Son of Man sounds glorious and fantastic, mm-hmm. right? Which it was, but not to the Pharisees. They thought that was the worst thing you could possibly do. Mm-hmm. So what Jesus is trying to, to demonstrate throughout this is that we got everything upside down. It's trying to give us the opportunity to look at things from a correct perspective.
5: So but let me go one step further. Does he not care about their souls?
0: Well, absolutely, cares about their souls. So, why do you think he's not? Why do you think he's not saying what exactly he's saying?
2: This right? is why we're talking about. So, so when we, the Jews, they're mm-hmm. the chosen people. Well, clearly they were chosen to kill Jesus, for one thing. But beyond that, he still says salvation will come through the Jews. And I think it goes probably beyond. I'm sure it does. Because then when we get into Revelation, who are we talking about? Right? So the Jews, their role in, I think, the wholeness of this thing is nowhere near complete. Right? And so they've been chosen to be afflicted over and over again. That's why what you read in James... That's probably more applicable to Jews than anybody. Mm-hmm. Guys, rejoice. Because at the end of the day something wonderful is gonna come from it. Right? You just have to persevere. Didn't we talk about yeah. it here one night
4: that he already knows who's gonna be have faith and who doesn't? And these Jews, these yeah, and, yeah. and will I think, never
0: yeah, I think the thing we have to be a little careful of, I mean, without a doubt, scripture talks about predestination and, and the fact that of this chosen, you know, only those who, Jesus says only those who the Father has called or come to me. All right. So you definitely have that idea, but this is happening real time mm-hmm. <laughs> when he's preaching to the people and he's saying this to us now. I mean, each one of us, he's speaking to us through this right now and we, have the free will to make that choice. There's that tension between, yeah, God maybe knows already, but... We can, yeah, but, we can blow it. Yeah, yeah, we, we still have that choice. Um, So, other people who haven't... i got one. Yeah, uh-huh. Uh,
1: verse 38, kind of open a door for me. I speak that which I have seen with my Father, and you do that which you have seen with your Father. Hmm. So, Jesus speaks what he's seen, uh-huh. and these unsaved do what they've seen. Well, did, no, well, I'm, did I'm, you
0: say seen? Mine says heard. So, I speak of mine, says I speak of what I have seen with my father, and you do what you
1: have heard from your father. mine says seen. Really? Oh, Interesting. In huh. But interesting, well, even, what changes, well because what yours says kind of negates what I was going to say. <laughs> <laughs> but, well, but if it's well, let's I say it's seen, let's say that the the correct translation is uh-huh. seen, or just for point of argument, he's saying that these unsaved guys do what they've seen with them. In other words, evil men do what Satan wants them to do. Right, because who is their they, father? They've seen. Yeah. Satan's yeah. was their father right? And, then, he, and he. You know so and that's he what he's saying it, here is all their fathers. With verse forty-one, you do the deeds of your father. Yeah. I mean, for me, I think well, he's an evil guy. You know, I think well, like like the guy that the murder on the coast highway. Um, but this is saying there, evil's inspired. Evil was inspired by Satan. Mm-hmm. mm-hmm.
0: And he, they're saying, who are you following? Which father are you following? Right. Because if you're not following Jesus' father, you automatically are following. I mean, it's pretty, this is a lot of good stuff here about, like, who is Jesus? What does he really say? What is salvation? Is there really a devil? I mean, all of this is, Jesus is covering so much here. And it's like, he pretty much says, it's down the middle here. You are, What do you believe? Do you believe that I am from the Father? Or do you believe, or if you don't, Jesus is saying, if you don't believe in me, then your father is the
1: devil. And, and,
0: 40, and you are going to die in your... It's pretty...
1: <laughs> verse it's 44, difficult. I mean, do we look upon the unsaved, and just Joe unsaved with this in mind? I, I think it's kind of hardball, but... You uh, <laughs> are of... Your father, the devil. Which one are you reading now? 44. Yeah, uh-huh. You are of your father, the devil, and the lesser of your father you will do. Here's a murderer from the beginning, and abode not in the truth, because there is no truth in him. When he speaketh a lie, he speaketh of his own, for he is a liar, and he is father of it. But it, it, he's saying that these guys who have the father as the Satan are just doing the will of the devil. Oh, right. So is everyone out there on the street doing the will of the devil? All non-believers?
7: Well, chapter 1 says if they haven't received Christ, they're condemned already.
1: But are they doing the will of Satan? Yes. Uh, they certainly are. That's Open. pretty hard to take. It, it, they're all open to it. To I mean, the world's getting to be better every day? Your world's getting better? No, I, I'm, I'm with you, but I just didn't know all you guys were so hardballed. <laughs> no, I think it is hardball, but it, it's very clear. It's hard, I, don't, I don't see it's this being hardball. hardball. I think it actually All is. those who are unsaved are doing the will of the devil. Oh, no, I oh, look at it, they're just lost. Yeah, well, well, yeah well, but, but what's Jesus, what is Jesus <laughs> yeah. saying right
2: here? Right. He's saying they're doing yeah, the work of the devil. Uh-huh. It's <laughs> just this simple, but it's not hardball. You, you This is, again, this is okay. what he's trying to get us but to I'm look at. I'm trying to play Jeff yeah.
4: here. Okay? No, that's <laughs> you only have one father.
2: And you better choose
4: the right, <laughs> right <laughs> one. Sorry? What? I said you only have one father, and you better choose the right one. <laughs> oh. yes. That's a good one. That's the point.
5: Yeah. that's a really good one. Is there ever anywhere else in the Bible where he is as judgmental as he is at that point? Um, he, I mean,
2: there's, this, there's a
5: few yeah, more parts think, in here. That, in yeah, John, that he's I think. In what's arm. interesting, Bruce, and I would
0: talk about this is this section right here. Um, we often characterize Jesus as being, and we do. We mm-hmm. characterize him as a really nice guy, nice teacher. He loves everybody. Go love everybody. That's modern
8: theology. This
0: right. But we slip into that really easily, and those are all true. Yes, he loves everybody, he desires everybody, but he is being, do we, I mean, he's asking all of us, do you believe whether my word is true? Do you believe what I'm saying is true? Do you? If you don't. (laughs) Right. Then who's your father? My God. Ah. (laughs) Do you think that he's on I don't think I can get around this phrase. <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> no. Who's your daddy? <laughs> yeah.
9: I would argue that him saying this uh-huh. is loving because oh, yeah. one of the things he says is he says he speaks out of his own character for he is a liar and the father of lies. So if we look at Jesus in this like loving aspect, well, if we're literally taking the devil as our father, right? If someone's taking the devil as their father who is a liar and a murderer and going on that road, you'd expect someone who is loving and loved to say, hey... Like, look what you're doing like you need to turn turn around from that so it m- may be very direct and it may be like s- strong words but like I think a lot of times like that is what's loving um, because it's speaking the truth in the tough situation
7: <laughs> I, I sense that it it's also a precursor to repent I believe uh-huh because even um, at, at, even Jesus didn't have an answer for some of that meaning in Luke 13. He talks about, he doesn't even give an answer for why bad things happen to bad good people. He, what now? Why so, good things happen to bad people, oh, or, uh-huh. you know, he's just trying to help them to repent and believe. Mm-hmm. He doesn't even give them, you know, you know, that kind of, yeah, I don't have an answer for that. But what he does say is, um... Repent
0: and yeah, believe.
7: Yeah, <laughs> and he says, um, Jesus told the, uh, the, Gal- what, the Galileans that, uh, the blood of Pilate had been mixed with sacrifice, or what have you. And then a lot of people came to him and said, you know, do you think that all Galatians are worse than other sinners? And you you're know, having this weird argument. I said, I'll tell you, but unless you repent, you too will perish. Mm-hmm. He says, well, one mm-hmm. of those 18 that died with the tower fell. Yeah, yeah. And he says, you know, well, what happened to them? And he says, are they more guilty, or, you know, what's the deal? He says, I tell you. Think about no. Turkey right now, yeah. right? But unless you repent, you too will perish. So really, he's just wanting you to be in heaven with him. Yeah. To, to take that truth, um, that will of God, that, that free will to say, gosh, you hope that those people have repented and believed before something tragic is happening, but before it becomes a nine or a ten on in yeah. people's lives. That,
0: well, that sort of answers what we tell yeah. Who just asked about I me? Mean, does he does he say this other places? Not just here. Yeah, if we start reading the gospel, and we start reading Jesus. You're going to hear him constantly is talking about this. It's like, believe in me. I'm the savior. There is no other.
7: <laughs> Accidents um, are going to happen. Things are going to be tragic. Things are going to. Um, you know, he's giving this. And he devil. wants us to believe in him. Yeah. 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 And I think he's trying. To, it almost, even though you can get into, you know, his time had not yet come, and you know, there's a there's a. There's a way in which he was supposed to be crucified, <clears throat> so all this stuff wasn't supposed to happen yet, but um but it seemed as if he was just, there was an underlying message of repentance, and just believe in yeah. Yeah.
3: Uh, I think it's interesting to mention here from the standpoint that he, rather than coming in in all power and authority and blowing everything mm. apart, mm. he comes in humility. Mm. And... The power that's demonstrated in his humility is he always stays in the truth. Yeah. And staying in the truth consistently mm-hmm. is the power of his ministry. Mm. And uh, and no matter what they try and do to derail him, he never wavers. Yeah. And and it's that power of never wavering that's the convincing factor, I think. Can I
2: dovetail real quick on that?
3: No, I said, no, but I was (laughs) waiting.
2: Jason's on a roll. Uh, 47. So, well, just part of that. If I tell the truth, why do you not believe me? Whoever is of God, we're talking about identity here, right? Whoever is of God hears the words of God. Mm -hmm. The reason why you do not hear them, the words of God that he's speaking, is that you are not of God. Okay, so whoever hears the mm-hmm. words of God, so then when he's speaking with Pilate, um, he says to everyone who is of the truth, listens to my voice. Mm.
3: It's the planet says, what's well, truth? And the truth will set you free. I'm glad yeah. I am
1: glad I teed you up to say that. <laughs>
3: because it fits right into
1: this. Yeah, <laughs> <some trace laughs> up, you have so much grace up here. Seriously. I can only do it. Anymore. All right, a little ping pong
0: here. Your are turned out.
1: The well, in accordance um, with what we're dealing with, sent me to Matthew 13, verse 37 for a few. Listen, this is great. This is... uh this, He's he's talking about what the kingdom of heaven is with parables. And he answered and said unto them, He that soweth a good seed is the son of man. The field is the world. The good seed are the children of the kingdom, but the tares are the children of the wicked one. The enemy that sowed them is the devil. There there you go. The parable is this... That's I mean, yeah. Jesus is saying, you know, these evil people, well, I didn't create them. The yeah. enemy that yeah. sowed them, sowed them. Yeah. The devil created the tares. He sowed the tares. So anyway, the, the enemy that sowed them is the devil. The harvest is the end of the world, and the reapers are the angels. As therefore the tares are gathered and burned in the fire, so shall it be at the end of the world. The Son of Man shall send forth his angels, and they shall gather out of his kingdom all things that offend, and then that do iniquity, so he's purifying the world, and shall cast them into a furnace of fire, and there shall be wailing and gnashing of teeth. Then shall the righteous shine forth as the Son in the kingdom of their Father, who has ears to hear, let him hear. And actually, who has, who has the to hear, uh, let him hear is, is Isaiah. No, 6. that's Matthew 13, 38. Yeah, right. And He's just totally actually right.
0: about fifteen
1: verses before that, he actually quotes Isaiah
0: six.
2: Right. So which right. is to say, unfortunately, and this is where Jesus says, "You, you will die, for unless you will die in sins." No, no. Again, I'm repeating. <laughs> you will die in your sins, yeah. for unless. You, you come to me. Right. But the four indicates you won't. That's why I can say that you're gonna die in your sins, right? So fortunately those guys at that point they were they were toast. And so somehow God's plan is for them not to have ears.
0: Yeah, that's yeah. That's, okay, and so, that's uh, heavy. yeah.
2: Others who
0: haven't other any of you Yeah,
6: yeah, right. Um Jeez, man, I've been like thinking something and somebody else says something and I'm like, All right, so I'm kinda I kinda have a lot in my head. But uh-huh. um Jason really does that to a lot of people. <laughs> you know, uh thinking of like Jesus talking to these Pharisees, it's kind of like uh what I kinda of see the conversation is if somebody was on fire and there was somebody else next to them, maybe that had a bucket, and somebody else was like, He's on fire, and that person that has the bucket is says no, he's not. He's not. It's something that's very, very obvious, right? Um, mm. And um, so it's. And I say that to say, um, if you kind of look at it, like you strip it down, um, you know, these these Pharisees were clearly. This was already in the books, right? All this was already going to happen, and Jesus knew these things. And, um, so in a sense, it kind of seems like he has almost like the the x-ray goggles on. He's almost not even talking to these people. He's talking to whatever, if you want to call it a demon or whatever, whatever it is, you know, and it's almost like they're trying to outsmart them and all he has to say is simply the, the simple facts, which is everything that he is saying. And another thing is, you know, um, you know, I mean, he, uh, I'm not very well versed in the Bible, guys. So, you know, f- um, but you know, Jesus, I, I believe, was was probably condemned and known for being with the outcasts and the sinners. So, what's the difference between them and these and these and these men? Um, so clearly, there was something that was very concrete about who they served yes. and what their intentions were. And even though they thought they were bringing down. You know a god or they were or that was their right their their mission to do that it was you know they they was it was uh see now I'm getting lost um but um yeah it just seems it seems you know almost like he's he's uh it's almost like reading a script if anything right these things are these these like preordained. These, yeah these yeah. These, mm-hmm. these beings if you want to call them that are trying to maybe even get in his head Mm -hmm. and things like that. And so another thing that I thought about also is, you know, I've kind of always always seen, in a sense, among many other things, Jesus dying on the cross. It's almost like a signature on a contract. Hmm. And that signature hadn't been signed yet. And so these things were... So he's talking to them, and he's here for, what, 33 years on this earth? So he has, you know... A very like clear mission to talk about, you know, very dis- very distinct things. Mm-hmm. Things that are going to happen, if the death the, that comes from your sin, and what He is there to save you from, and the grace, and all those things. So I, I, I see, I was thinking the same thing, like Jesus, you know, take it easy Jesus, you know what I mean? Like, <laughs> give you guys a chance, you know what I mean? Maybe, <laughs> maybe like show a little bit of love, but it seems more like, their minds were already made up, you know um you know can can we compare this this uh i mean who are we to judge but just it's kind of put it on a scale a little bit this man that that did that you know, can we compare that to uh like a cross you know somebody that's, that's jaywalking or doing like a minor thing right like no, it seems like that's a very there's a lot to that, you know, even if it's mental health what have you, but these men were definitely led by evil. You know, and so, you know, to, to say that, you know, God tells us to have mercy and forgive and all the, and, and all those things too, to, to be there for people, but he also tells us to run away from a fool, from this person, from that person. And so clearly there's, there's something in between, you know, um, you know, all those things. And obviously he's, uh, uh, I mean to say a buffer, you know, between, you know, death and, and, and life is an mm-hmm. understatement, but you know, both, both things are, are still, you know, true. Yeah. You know, I mean, what's interesting
0: head. is he, what? and you just said it, but I mean, he, um. What's your name? Ray. 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 Yes, yeah. you,
1: you said a lot there. And, uh, can I say something? Uh huh. Yeah. Um, I don't know if I can articulate it kind of like you did, but it never occurred to me. I um, Jesus, in this passage, he's dealing with these evil, let's say, Sadducees, Pharisees, and all. And he, he did have, you could say, like you said, a script. He knew in advance these were bad eggs. He knew in advance they were uh, going to die in their sin. But you brought up some interesting, what about all the sinners that Jesus hung out with? What about calling um, Matthew, wasn't Matthew the tax collector?
2: Mm-hmm.
1: I mean, he was a sinner. He yeah. called him to be a disciple. So so when you're talking, what kind of occurred to me is, is like, we think Jesus, we know that he was always in prayer. And we think I don't I I don't quite get that. I mean, he's God. Why does he have to? Doesn't he have full on in tune with God above? But I think what you're saying, no, he he needed to talk to the Father all the time to know what huh. to say the next minute.
5: Correct.
1: Who, to, who how to address that sinner versus that sinner. So so God told because God has the script. Jesus maybe on earth didn't, but he accessed the script through prayer. So when he's dealing with these Pharisees, he could say, you're going to die in your sin. And then the next, you know, maybe you know, who knows how long before that it was, two years before that, he's walking along the road and he sees Matthew in the tax collector group and says, follow me. It's like, you know, head explodes. How does Jesus know? So for us, it's a great example. We don't know. We don't know who the evil person is. We don't know who the saved person is. So we have to do what Jesus did. We have to pray. We have to go. What's mm-hmm. the script? Tell me the script. And where do we get the Where do we get that script? Well, here. <laughs> yes. but, but also, yes. we get it right, right. here. We get it, right. Right. we get it in right. prayer. Right. I mean, God will answer prayer. Mm-hmm. You know, do I do I do I work on this person
5: or do I let him go? Uh-huh. I think. I
1: think. I think
0: up, yeah. I
9: just. But well, no.
0: Go ahead. I was Sorry. just real quick. I think hanging
5: out with sinners who are basically, you know, harming <clears throat> themselves, is different than Pharisees who are indoctrinating the masses with just yeah. bad dogma. <laughs> that's that's why he went after. Yeah, yeah. correct. They, they so, and he knew they were <laughs> going to kill him. Yeah, yeah. And, I mean, I, but I don't think that, you know, I don't want to sound crude or anything, but I don't think he would hang out in whorehouses all the time over and over and over again with the same people. I think there is a message to be learned, and that, and then... These, it, it seems like in all these stories that these people, through his presence, a light goes on.
2: And they repent.
5: And they yeah. repent. I don't think he's hanging out, you know. How many times you he going to hang out with Hitler? I mean, I, I just don't think that that's really what it's about. But these Pharisees are indoctrinating this bad stuff. And it's, I guess it's a worse sin than, I mean, I you know, I think C.S. Lewis talks about, you know, there are, I don't know if it was him or whatever... There are differences in sins. So maybe he's abrupt here because these, you know, the masses are looking up to the Pharisees as, you know, the leaders. Some of that stuff up there. Well, you
0: have to, I mean, so going to what Ray said, which is really good, something you brought out was, I mean, someone said earlier, where is Jesus doing this? He's doing this in the courtyard of the temple where there are hundreds of thousands of people around. I mean, this is during a festival. That temple is massive. He's there teaching, and he's talking to these Pharisees. But what's happening? All these other people are overhearing him. And how do we know that? Because it said, someone brought it up earlier, right? 30. And he was saying these things. As he was saying these things. As uh-huh. he was saying these things, many people believed. Did, did so you... his very words are being spoken, yes, to the Pharisees. All these other people are hearing, and in that hearing, oh, they're
5: coming I to didn't faith. Oh, did catch that. Very good.
0: Just like today we read this and this these passages can bring somebody yeah, He's who doesn't calling know out the Jesus untouchable
5: He's calling out these untouchables yeah. the, and wh-
2: what was yeah. he accusing them? Uh, to me it's like the whole thing is 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 demonstrating that he is speaking the truth and that they are liars. Mm-hmm. Right? So mm-hmm. he's making mm-hmm. that claim but then he demonstrates it. Right? They're mm-hmm. going, You've got a demon he goes, right, he goes, You you guys want to kill me. Right? Who's got the demon? We don't want to kill you, then you've got a demon. What are you you're crazy, you're out of your mind. And all he had to do was keep pushing the truth. He just had to keep telling the truth and eventually what did they try to do? At the end of the chapter. They tried to
4: kill him. So all those people watching
0: yeah, They tried to kill him by stoning him. What did we read last week? He, he left. left. The woman. Mm-hmm. The woman. Caught in adultery. Caught in adultery. They were yeah. going to. Stone her. Stone her. See a little irony in that story? All of a sudden now it's going to become Jesus. Uh, Gets spelled.
8: So, um, so, 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 yeah. three sins of the Pharisees. Uh huh. Um, <coughs> one of them was unbelief. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. One of them was murderous intent. We just talked about.
1: Did you write all these down in advance?
8: No. <laughs> and, and, he had a script. And, 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 <laughs> and the, the other one is 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 lying. And sometimes we think lying oh. is not that bad, but I think lying is probably actually the worst. Yeah. But this is from Revelation 21: verse 8. <clears throat> And this is the list, this is like a list of sin, but the cowardly, the unbelieving, the abominable, the murderers, the sexually immoral, the sorcerers, the idolaters, and all liars, shall have their part in the lake which burns with fire and brimstone, which is the second death. Hmm. So, at at least three of the sins of the Pharisees are included (laughs) in this short
5: list. All the way to the
0: very last, almost chapter of the Bible. Yeah. Yeah. Ah, uh,
5: interesting.
0: Never, never.
5: That was Dante's anything. motivation for Inferno right there. For all that. Yeah. Serious? What? I, mean,
0: I'm, I'm, I mean, I'm guessing. <laughs> <laughs> <It> sounds like <laughs> it would be. Anybody the, 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 else? Um, <laughs> yeah, Bruce. Yeah,
4: I think the last two verses are pretty interesting, where uh, he says, I'm God and I am. Mm-hmm. And then so he, they're going to stone him. Mm-hmm. And what does he do? He does what a human would do, goes and hides. He could have rejected the stones. I mean, he could have performed a miracle and not been stoned, even if they were trying to stone him. It, but
8: he, he hid. It seems like a miracle, actually. Yeah. Yeah. He, he, uh, yeah. passed through. he yeah. basically made he just, himself disappear. Right? Yeah. Like, yeah. How, how can he just walk through <laughs> Yeah, yeah. he yeah, either, you're either you're he was really went powerful. out of the temple where he Either down. he was really powerful yeah. and he just pushed him out of the way or he like oh. Yeah. Just disappeared. I
0: think
8: it's but it's kind of a That's miracle, interesting. Actually. I've never thought about that as a sense of miracle, but it really is
0: probably
2: what's happening. There's another there's another point in one of the gospels where it literally says he just
0: vanished. Well yeah, and, and especially oh. after his yeah. resurrected he's he well, does that. He just goes it's like Star Trek, you know, he's eats places.
9: Chad, what are you going to say? Yeah, going back to, like, we we're talking about, like, the difference of Jesus hanging out with just kind of your average average shinners, right, versus, like, the Pharisees, something that really helped me understand this was in the next chapter, after he heals the blind man, and this blind man, like, comes and starts to worship him, he has this other conversation with the Pharisees where he says, For judgment I came into this world that those who do not see me... That those who do not see may see, hmm. and those who see may become blind. Some of the Pharisees near him heard these things and said to him, Are we also blind? <laughs> Jesus said to them, If you are blind, you would have no guilt. But now that you, you say... If you, you, are, b- if you are blind, you would have no guilt. But now that you say we see, <clears throat> your sin remains. And I think he's referring to... Hmm. Like the Pharisees are claiming to know the truth, and they're like they're claiming this wrong truth, right? They're saying that like Jesus has a demon amongst all these other things, and so like they're saying they know, like they know what's right, but they're clearly lying in it. And so like that, I think is like what differentiates their guilt. Like they say they know the truth. They're not just like this like wayward lost person who's kind of wandering through life aimlessly in sin. It's a very like direct and intentional like rejection of Jesus and turning towards.
4: Yeah. This false narrative against him. Yeah. Yeah. You know, we've gone into a lot of depth and a lot of analysis about this, but the way I look at it, and the thing you said about God, what we would have really liked to have uh, like Obi Wan Kenobi, waved his hand and they bleed.
7: Uh-huh. It didn't happen. Yeah.
4: I suspect, and you talked about religious pressure or religious stress, I suspect his stress was probably at the two or three level because he knew who they were. He knew where he was going, he knew where he came from. They hmm. were not going to have any effect on that. Yeah, true.
5: So, but uh, these, these but are he died and was resurrected, yeah. and still it's still not working. Oh. Uh-huh. You to, so he did the he he did more than the laser beam stuff, and you know, look at the world, it's still not working. Right.
0: Which is, I mean, to be blunt, that's why we're all here. Yeah. Yeah. It's because we get to be the ones who are now the witnesses who believed, who now go out and tell others.
4: Yeah. Disciples. Yeah. Does this drive your stress up on this conversation or
0: No, it's
2: yeah. fantastic. But I, I think Jesus was at a ten. <laughs> <laughs> oh, I don't, I don't, anyway. oh, I don't think so at all. Oh, yeah. I think in can temporarily got a little while up. No, no, no. But remember, a 10 is to be rejoiced. He's at the highest level of spiritual stress possible. The devil is literally having one-on-ones with the guy, right? I think that's more than any of us mm. are dealing with. I, mean, I, I looked at a different. Mm. I was at low, low stress level, but they knew what was happening.
4: I, I got I to I, defend saying, my one real quick
5: yeah. because You're it, defending, What are you defending? I'm defending my one. You one? Oh yeah. <laughs> that's not <laughs> to say I, everything is great, sure, but but right. but I as I've become you know more in tune with. I don't sweat the small stuff. I mean, you know, I've got everybody's got grief, but you know, I'm interpreting that as is. It's no big deal. So, but that being said. It's coming. Something's coming. So. Yeah. Yeah. Maybe. 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 Uh-huh. All right. Um,
0: yeah, sure. well, we'll close. Um, <clears throat> so I just want to repeat. So Jason brought up, because I just heard even just the passage that um, Chad just um, read too. You just see, and for those of us who went through Isaiah, the main passage in Isaiah, which is the key. And I almost say it's the key to all, almost all of the whole Bibles, when those passages are like that. Because um, Isaiah says it through his call, right when he gives his call from God to be a prophet. Because God says, say this to the people. Jesus is saying this throughout. We're going to see how Jesus in John 12 actually goes back to Isaiah 6 here. I mean, you guys read a Matthew, where you see this coming up. Do you hear me? Do you hear me? Part passage that you read too. So this is what Isaiah 6 says. um, Because this is ultimately sort of like the state of the people. Is are you going to believe or are you not? And Isaiah 6, what ends up happening is Isaiah hears a voice of the Lord and says, Whom shall I send? That's why I think all of us hear that voice now that we are in Christ. Who will I send and who will go for us? Then I, Isaiah said, here I am, (laughs) send me. And God says to Isaiah, go and say to this people, keep on hearing, but do not understand. Keep on seeing, but do not perceive. Make the heart of this people dull and their ears heavy and blind their eyes, lest they hear, see with their eyes, hear with their ears, and understand with their hearts, and turn and be healed. That's ultimately it. Are we going? We're hoping to tell people about Jesus, so they will turn
4: right
0: and be healed and see. Mm-hmm. Um, so, anyway, good discussion that you guys. <laughs> i just I'm going to end with just um, how Jesus begins this because it's interesting. I just saw this. This whole discussion that we read tonight. He starts out on, like, sort of like, I guess you could say a very positive foot of saying, Look who I am. I am the light of the world. Whoever follows me will not walk, walk in darkness, but will have the light of life.
5: It's my
4: favorite passage in the whole
0: chapter. Oh, yeah. It's just, it's beautiful. And ultimately what he wants to do is take us out of darkness can bring us into
5: light. Subject to world for darkness. it's the same thing.
0: Yeah, yeah. Good discussion, you guys. Um, so next week, we're not going to be here. If you're married, yeah. <laughs> if you're not, <laughs> be with your wives, okay? Do, okay. Um, if you have a significant others, spend time with them. If you don't have anybody, you're single, I'd say... Get married. Oh, <laughs> Go preach. <was> <laughs>
5: Go preach.
0: Build civilization. Get married. Yeah. All right. Well Healthy Father, we just thank you for this evening. Um, and we once again, as we end, Lord, we just lift up all these requests to you. And especially right now, Lord, I pray mm. for your powerful hand. Your powerful might in James where you say Ask God for wisdom and He will give it to you. I say collectively, as us men here, we pray, Lord, that you will give Eric and Joe wisdom in how to proceed. And we pray that you will protect protect Joe. You will just watch over her, Lord. We pray that you you will heal her. her. And we pray Pray. that
1: you will Mm -hmm. say that again. Heal her. Heal Heal her, Lord. And all of us say that in the name of the Father, Son, and Holy Spirit. In the name of Jesus Christ. Amen. 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 Amen.